Yo, what's up? My name is Clarence. And I'm DJ Nuna. And you're listening to Up in the Air. A podcast on our thoughts, moods, and experiences on the personal, political, and cultural world around us. Come float with us. For this week's episode, we have DJ, Twitch streamer, and beat maker, Sunny DJ Creatives. On this episode, we talk about his creative process, how he started his journey as a DJ, as well as his new startup of his Twitch stream and channel. We hope you enjoy and thank you so much for tuning in. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sunny. Um, we're so happy to have you on the show. I've known you for a couple of years now, and this is your first time meeting Clarence. Um, but yeah, we're super excited. But yeah, just checking in, how have you been? Maybe you want to introduce yourself a little bit. How has quarantine been treating you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give a quick intro. Um, hello to everyone listening. My name is Sun Wu, or you can call me Sunny. Or I guess in this context, you can call me Sunny DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been uh, <laughs> DJing, so I've been technically DJing for about eight years, uh, but I, I only really consider the last two years as kind of part of my career. And we can get into that another time. <laughs> um, um, uh, but yeah, no, so I've been uh, working on my craft and uh, doing my thing on Twitch and on Instagram. And you guys can catch me there uh, on both platforms at Sunny DJ Creatives. And um, yeah, uh, I'm doing well. Quarantine has been hitting me hard for sure. Uh, I'm about to hit a year at my full time job. I work as a technical analyst. Mm. And um, dude, it's it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> the work from home life. Uh, I think when I didn't really have like an office setting is really hard uh, because I feel like I'm at home and no one's watching me. And I can be <laughs> as, as I want. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely trying to work around that and, uh, uh, you know, continue to work on like my day job, continue to work on my uh, my hobbies on the side and everything. So, um, yeah, quarantine has definitely been a journey for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think work from home, it's hard creating that work life balance just because you're in your own space all the time. You don't have to wear like professional pants. You can just wear pajamas <laughs> like I'm wearing pajama pants right now. Um, so yeah I feel that but how has it been kind of balancing your DJing and Twitch streaming with work and stuff like that yeah um, I try to keep it as hard of a schedule as I can um, so it's not like you know I'm doing it anytime outside of uh, the set schedules that I have or I guess just so it doesn't bleed over into work Um, and then I also make sure that like if there's anything where I have to focus more on work like even past my work hours then I like that's my focus and priority um but um I mean if anything this has also been it's been helping me uh keep me sane I guess throughout all this mm-hmm. uh knowing that hey you know I get to go in do my work during the during the day and yeah that's not really like I'm not really jumping for joy for that but it's you know something that I've worked towards and like that's my yeah. career and that's fine mm-hmm. um and I know that like, as soon as I'm done putting in work for that, like I can de-stress and work on something that I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, something that I really have fun doing. And um, especially with streaming and all that stuff, I get to really, uh, you know, um, interact with a lot of uh, great people, um, a good community. Mm-hmm. I was I was listening on on the uh, the last episode you guys had with um, Lean's Beans. Lean's Beans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I resonated a lot with everything she was saying. I think music streaming is a little different from gaming streaming, 
but you know the the sentiment is still there about like you know the community no matter how big or small it's it's so awesome to see people come along for the ride and so Mm -hmm. yeah uh in many many ways more than one uh streaming and working on djing outside of work has been like definitely keeping me sane no yeah was is streaming something that you would have started regardless of the pandemic because i think a lot of people have you know being cooped up in their house they're like oh my god maybe i'll just try something to again like keep you sane yeah 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 yeah. uh i i don't think i i don't don't know if i would have started or if i would have started um like in these circumstances i guess um pretty much like what i was doing is I, i i went on a run and i was just thinking about all these weddings that got canceled or postponed so i had a whole bunch of gigs lined up for this year um and it was like that week i was getting hit by you know all these messages saying like hey like you know canceled or we're gonna postpone and and these are all people that i personally knew and so uh it was my my heart went out to them more so for myself obviously it was just a bummer i didn't get to celebrate with them like sooner than i wanted to or at all um but then i was just thinking about like oh man like so my next gig won't be till like next year um like what am i gonna do i obviously i still want to like you know play music for people and stuff and so I was like thinking about different ways I could do that and I remember I I just remember like talking to a friend about um about streaming um like a like a a streamer that he was watching and it was like it was like a good time and I just like recently started like dipping my toes into twitch like I don't really know much about it but I thought it was cool um and so um yeah I was just on that run like thinking about life and thinking about what I could do with, with DJing and stuff and I was like hey you know why don't I uh, give that a shot. That could be a, a cool experiment. You know, um, the worst that happens is that I get a little bit more practice, you know, um, in DJing and it could be for, yeah, like two people, you know, and that's fine. Like I get to at least just practice and that's it. Um, and so, um, and, and if, you know, if it quote unquote succeeds, whatever that looks like, you know, there's, you know, there'll be people giving me feedback and people will be being mm-hmm. on this and just enjoying the music that I get to play. So, um, yeah, I don't know if uh, without quarantine and without all like the the weddings kind of getting canceled or all my different gigs getting canceled, like I don't know if I would have jumped into streaming like this. Maybe I would have just been gaming on the side or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely, definitely not. I, it definitely wouldn't have driven me like uh, to this extent. Mm-hmm. No, that's that makes a lot of sense, and I know what you mean when you go on like runs or walks and you have those like really deep thoughts and it's like that clarity yeah (laughs) but yeah I think it's been like quarantine has been really great in some ways for creatives because they're finding new platforms and new ways to um, explore and express so that's really great to hear and yeah I've hopped on your live a couple times and it feels really fun just seeing your friend like live and then interacting with them I think quarantine has been really hard to stay connected with people um so it's a really fun and live real-time way to connect and yeah i also didn't know that you dj'd for eight years uh okay okay i should i'll (laughs) clarify that now i'll clarify that now yeah i would love to hear that (laughs) so i started djing in high school because my high school leadership teacher ran his own dj stuff on the side and he was like yo why are we paying for djs at our own school dances you know um 
does anyone here want to learn how to DJ so they could volunteer for your school? Mm, was I getting, <laughs> you know, it, it led me here. So I won't say, right. I was, <laughs> um, but um, so I kind of just learned from there and I was just doing school dances for my own school. Um, and then one day he hit, he, he hit me up and was like, dude, my, my DJ at this other school, like bailed on me. The dance is going on now. And I set things up. Um, and there's like a huge, like a really long, like playlist going on right now, but, um, I, we still obviously need someone there. Uh, can you do it? And so I like drove over really quick, finished up the dance and like, that's cool. And I came to school the next day and he slid me some money. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what? I'm getting paid. <laughs> uh, he was like, you know, I was thinking about waiting till, um, you graduated, um, before I was, you know, to actually hire you out to do this stuff. But, you know, do you want to? Um, work some some other school gigs and I was like oh that's awesome and so I was doing that and when I say DJing I was really not DJing <laughs> I was pretty much a glorified Spotify playlist I would just <laughs> I'd put the crossfader and it would be like ooh it's you know it's going over. <laughs> and so that that's pretty much what I did um, and I did that until like junior year of college and um, you know during high school that was awesome like it was really fun seeing all the school high school like environments and like whoa that's awesome um when i got to college i was like what am i doing you know like, these kids would come up to me and be like hey man can you can you play red nose for me uh, my girlfriend and i'm like dude like look brother i wish i could but um like i'm hired by your teachers and they told me not to you know play these songs and you know, or they're like, come up to me like, yo, can you play my, uh, my SoundCloud? And I'm like, oh, my is God. it clean? And he's like, oh, I'm like, I can't, you know, so it was just too much. And I was like, look, I'm, I'm done. And so I, I, that's where I stopped. And that's like, uh, again, throughout that time, I didn't really develop, I think like actual DJ skills. It was definitely a cool networking thing. It was definitely a cool experience mm -hmm. in general. But again, I, I don't consider myself like an actual DJ from what I've done there. If anything, the skills that I've learned was to be able to like read a room, mm -hmm. to be able to read a crowd. And that was really good experience in general. Um, but like as, as an actual DJ um, in, in mixing and, and working on things, um, I, I, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I started before two years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking about you like in high school and you're at these like dances and you're like, oh my God, this is so much fun. But then when you get in college and then you're at the dances, like, what was that shift in perspective like? Because I can only imagine like you're just like cringing inside or something. <laughs> That's exactly it, man. I, I, I think if anything, I really appreciated um, after I graduated and I look back, I really appreciated the dances where it wasn't just like, oh, let me let me grind up with my girlfriend, you know, and, you know, it's just like it was those dances where it was like, you know. Uh, the kids were just there to have like genuinely have fun and dance with each other and you know again it, I'm not saying that because I, I have anything against grinding and all that stuff it's just that I think <laughs> some kids go to dances entirely focused on that I'm like yo you don't need to dance for that you can do that on your own right. but when it's a school gathering a dance like that uh, or whether it's a school gathering or not it, when it's a dance like it should be a time of just like yeah excitement celebration you know just mm -hmm. being with the people there and so um that definitely opened my perspective a lot like when i was able to look back at that and see like yeah man there's there are the kids that are gonna look back and 
they like, yo, I really enjoyed my time at school. I had great time at dances and the other kids are going to look back and be like, yo, my girlfriend was hot or something, you know? And like, <laughs> right so definitely changed my perspective after I graduated. Yeah. I'm dead. Just thinking about that small kid asking like, yo, can you play red now? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that that small kid in my story that represented a lot more than just that kid. How many kids were like, "Yo, can you play Mo Bamba, please?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dude, Mo Bamba when that was hot, oh, oh brother. My <laughs> oh my gosh, what a time! Have you played ever at a club or anything like that? No, I haven't played at a club. Clubs are tough because you gotta have some clout. You gotta have like some actual credibility for that stuff. Um, I've done like small house parties and everything, you know, weddings and all that for sure. I've done events. Um, and that honestly, I think is more my speed. I'm not sure if I'm a huge club guy in general for myself. Mm -hmm. um, that is kind of on the bucket list, I think, for us, like as a DJ, like I would, I would love to do a club one day. I really want to do like a rooftop bar. I think that would be like, oh, I think that's kind of my yeah. speed. That's really nice. And I can see that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think uh one one day i'd love to try a club but uh, i don't mm -hmm. think that's like the end goal for me yeah for real because i was thinking that clubs are kind of the equivalent for high, like high school dances for adults <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i was just thinking about this one time i was in new york with with annabelle our friend annabelle and we were at this korean bar type of thing and we were yelling at the dj like yo can you play thank you next <laughs> and i was like wow i am the small kid <laughs> it's a full circle moment you know like, i'm back in those, those school shoes <laughs> yeah but you kind of talked about how when you were first starting djing it was a lot more of just like fading in fading out to the next song and more like a Spotify playlist connoisseur type thing. So what kind of what kind of marked that transition and what kind of um, like marked a different, you know, journey for your DJing? Like how did that change your style? Yeah. Um, it was um, oh my controller's over there. But after I got my DJ controller and we talked about this, Juby. Yeah. Uh, the the S uh, as or the DDJ, sorry, SB3. Um, that's my DJ controller. Um, and I I will say this entirely right, right now to be clear, like you do not need a DJ controller to be a DJ. Um, you could definitely do a lot of, of what a DJ does um, without having to, you know, cash or like, uh, was it shell out all the cash, you know, um, and, and try to get, um, you know, all the equipment that you need. Um, but for me, when I got that, I was like, whoa, like I can spin, you know, or like, <laughs> I could throw in all these effects now and stuff. And so um, it definitely does help to have a controller. But again, you don't need to have one to be a DJ. But um, so I guess like the, the signal of the transition was um, my first wedding or my first big wedding. I technically did a wedding when I was still DJing high schools. But again, I don't think that I was really DJing back then. Um, but I remember I was telling like an older brother of mine, like, hey, I'm thinking about like actually trying to practice as a DJ um, and, and figure this out, you know, like learn how to spin, learn how to, you know, mix a little better and everything. And he was like, hey, I have, you know, my wedding is coming up next month <laughs> and I will give you the opportunity to DJ that. And I'll also buy you that controller that you're, we're, we're talking about all that stuff. Wow. I'll buy you that controller um, if you want to practice and do that and start off your career at my wedding. And I was like, oh my God. 
uh like are you sure dude like you know like this would be my first ever like legitimate dj thing you know like are you sure about that and um he's like yeah you know i believe in you I, you know um i, I trust and i, I want to help you know if anything i want to help lift you up in in what you can do you know or, or, or like in this in this journey i guess for you to work as a dj and so i was like wow like that you know that was awesome and so yeah that like getting that board and then having the opportunity again within that month to actually do that like uh to, to practice with it um that was definitely the change um it, it changed it changed a lot for me because instead of just moving the crossbar over uh, left and right you know I'm, I'm adding effects i'm i'm, I'm spinning mm-hmm. a little bit you know i'm beat matching and so um yeah it, it, it changes the game uh it changed the game a lot for me at least mm-hmm. No, for real. I, yeah, we chatted a bit about, because I was asking Sunny for some advice on what kind of equipment <laughs> he used. And for real, I was kind of watching some of the tutorials that he sent over. And I have so much admiration for DJs because you really have to know the songs really well and beat matching. It's, I don't know, transitions are everything when it comes to DJing. It really um, helps with the flow. I think crowds really react well to that. And yeah, I feel like, that's amazing to hear about your friend like giving you the opportunity and really supporting you in that career and yeah I can't imagine that I feel like weddings are so fulfilling too because you, you're just purely celebrating hopefully not a bunch of people like grinding on each other but yeah, yeah I just love like that idea like everyone's super happy and celebrating so yeah what kind oh. of um oh, music you oh sorry what kind of music do you typically like like to spin or is it all types of genres and whatnot uh, yeah i i personally um so yeah i personally love like r&b kind of like uh, a chill pop um uh yeah so i i think yeah if anything like my my music taste um definitely uh projects a lot into like how i mix or like the music that i play um yeah, like it's it's definitely a lot more chill or a little bit more laid back and stuff. I want mm-hmm. people to vibe and enjoy the space and kind of, you know, or enjoy the people around them and like relax a little bit. But um, I did realize, you know, like in, um, you know, in, in a celebratory time like that, right? You know, you want to have the bangers, you want to have people dancing and enjoying and grooving. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I also love songs that just kind of get people off their feet and like, you know, pe- like, you know, it's those songs when you play and then, you know, everyone's like, Oh, <laughs> that's my song. Ooh, dance where they're dragging their friends on and stuff. And so, well, the thing is, um, as I was like going out into doing these these gigs and stuff like that, I realized, like, obviously, I have a list of those songs in my head. I have the bangers. I have the the chill songs in my head and everything like that. Um, but you know, that obviously doesn't um, encompass every, like the entire audience or like it doesn't encompass even a majority of the people that are there you know they have their own songs that they really like they have their own genres that they like and so that was actually a huge um i guess like uh one of the main points that i wanted to hit as i was like going into streaming and and working on this is that i wanted to make sure that the people the music that i'm playing is from the people for the people like Mm -hmm. that it's like i want to continue to expand my library and my music knowledge um, because I fully know, I know fully well that like, I don't know, like a lot of what there is out there for music because it's just so vast. Right. So, 
yeah, I mean, to go back to your question, I definitely love, you know, the chill stuff. I definitely love the R&B and all that stuff. But I want to work. I have been working on that to, you know, um, get the music out there um, that other people want to know, you know, genres that I'm definitely not super comfortable with. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I love the from the people for the people, because I think on your stream, do you usually um, kind of give credit to who recommend re- recommended the song that you're playing? Yeah, I try my best to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's super fun because I see on yeah on Sunny's um, Instagram, he's always like, "Yo, like send in your requests, send in your recommendations," and yeah, like there's a bunch of different genres. I think you recently did. Did you do a Korean R&B one recently? Yeah, that one was super Ooh. fun. Dude, I love K R&B mixes. <laughs> I find so many good ones on SoundCloud, but. Yeah, it's for real super inspiring to see you kind of establish yourself as a DJ and like what your branding is, but also really listen to the people and what they want. Um, But yeah, you mentioned you always have like these bangers in mind. Like what are some songs that really get the crowd going like off the top of your head? Oh man, off the top of my head. (laughs) The pressure's on. (laughs) So depends what you're looking at, right? It, it depends. Okay, so this is if you're looking at the timeline of a wedding, mm-hmm. first couple of songs you want to, th- uh, at least for me, this is kind of how I look at you. You want to throw on songs that are kind of hot now or, or more so recently. Uh, and usually more, I, I usually go a little bit more mainstream, right? So I'm throwing on Drake, I'm throwing on, you know, um, Ariana, I'm throwing on, uh, mm-hmm whatever is just kind of popping right now because yeah. a lot of people just be like oh i know this song i'm kind of <laughs> and everything that and then as people get a little bit more drunk you know or like like a little bit more they're not like super drunk yet or anything mm-hmm. the night, then you start throwing on songs that people are like really grooving to mm. you're looking at like uh bruno mars you're looking at you know justin timberlake and they're like oh yeah <laughs> they can dance to that they can dance to that and then when they're like, you're probably about an hour, an hour and a half in, people are probably a little tipsy, right? <laughs> they drank, they drank enough, right? And so they're just now they're focused on dancing. Um, and then you start throwing in throwbacks. Mm. You, you throw on replay. You throw in <laughs> down. You throw, you throw in low yes. stuff like that. People start screaming, you know. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> So, that's that's how you get them. that's like that, that's kind of like my formula depending on the crowd obviously um if they want a little bit more of a hip-hop vibe you know then i'll i'll start i'll kind of go towards that if they want more of the pop vibe you know then i'll mm-hmm. start going towards that but um that's usually how i do things um i i, I don't know if i have specific bangers in in my head mm-hmm. I so yeah Wait, I love to hear that timeline because I think if I was at a wedding, I haven't been to a wedding in a minute, but I I feel like I recognize that timeline a bit and it's always so much fun. And I just remembered this one wedding I went to like four years ago, but I remember their song down the aisle was someone playing um, Sunday Candy on the piano. And it was such a good, like it just made the crowd so happy and I think they transitioned to like a really fun song for the other people walking down. So it's amazing to see how much music can really change the environment and all the feelings. And it like almost makes or break a wedding. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like the vibe could, could be completely off. 
music mm. like that. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, because I think a lot of when I think about high school dances, I think yeah, I was always like, oh, the music was bad, or the music was really good. Like it really makes or breaks the experience. So it's amazing to hear um, that you've kind of solidified your groove at these weddings and. Yeah, for Twitch streaming, um, you've been streaming for maybe three, four months. Uh, I think I just hit four. I just hit okay, nice. Have you been able to build a community and meet other streamers through this opportunity? Yeah, um, that's been that's been super super cool. There's this, um, I think uh, again, like kind of going back to like the la- you guys' the last podcast with Lean Dean, mm-hmm. she was talking about like the girl gamer group, kind of like that mm-hmm. network. I think just like that, we have kind of like a smaller DJ network too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's dope. Like they definitely love to support and, and, you know, shout out to other DJs, like when they come in and everything that, and they're all super, super talented people um, with, you know, all kinds of different backgrounds and all that. And so, and different specialties in music. And um, the highlight for me was like when they, they recently did a, a trick or stream um, kind of, uh, event where it was a 12 hour like, streaming train where every hour there was a DJ who just do a set and then they would um, after that they would um, raid another um, do you guys know what raiding is yeah I just learned that term. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah 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 uh, they would raid over my head yeah. <laughs> uh, they would they would raid the next DJ and it would keep going on and then they did that all in hopes to uh, raise money uh, for charity and, oh, wow. um, and I thought I thought that was super dope and so again it's sometimes it's you know I'm very humbled to be reminded that it's more than just like you know your own personal journey as as like a musical streamer and stuff not to try mm-hmm. to get big on your own but to really remember that there's so many other people um, there's a community of people that are you know on the same boat as you and want to see you succeed just as much as you're you know as as themselves and so i'm very uh thankful to have like connections and uh in other streamers like that mm-hmm. uh, as for like my own stream um it's been awesome like uh, i definitely started off um really blessed um to have some friends that wanted to support me throughout this um and like be there for me as i'm like you know just just starting and everything like that um uh, and from there, that was a really great foundation to start bringing in like other audience members, like very, you know, um, I definitely go, I think, I think my growth has been very, you know, very humbly slow. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't say that as if like, I'm like, Oh man, like I'm such a failure as a streamer or anything, but to, to know that, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough thing to do. Um, and I'm just grateful to have like even people coming in just to watch, um, you know, regularly. And so. I'm very thankful for that. Um, one of my mods is uh, someone that I still have not met in person. I think he's somewhere on the East Coast um, and he's very, very kind and I'm very glad that he's able to come through. And so, um, yeah, growing that community um, and slowly working on it to get outside of just, you know, just my friends and stuff like that has been really, really fun uh, to get to know a lot of different people. No, yeah. Oh, that's wild that your mod lives and you've never met them and they live on yeah. these coast. Yeah. No, yeah. I know what you mean though. I think when Clarence and I were um like broadcasting on the radio like college radio, it was so nice to see people like put it in their calendars, like, oh, this is happening at eight AM or something <laughs> and come by and 
I think Clarence and I had pretty, we had some rough numbers some days, but still, even like those eight people that show up, it means a lot, right? So, yeah. No, yeah, that's super refreshing to hear. And yeah, I think it's amazing to hear Twitch streamers use their platform um, and how advocacy can really um, fit into every single industry and, and passion as well. Um, but we also saw recently that you got more into beat making. Um, so how has that been? We saw that you made top 10 for Kenny Beats and that's yep. amazing. Thank you. I, I should I should clarify. I should clarify that <laughs> that top 10 placing was not for like the legitimate Kenny Beats beat battle. Those are like, those are crazy. And I, I love to, I'll, I'll talk about that more in just a second. But what mm -hmm. I placed in was it was a community battle. And so they have that run through the discord. And it's definitely not as big. I I, I don't want to downplay what I did because I'm honestly very proud of that. I was very happy with it. <laughs> but um yeah, that, um it's uh community run. It's not like the legitimate thing that uh, Kenny Beats streams and stuff. So, um but yeah, beat making has been super fun. Um super super fun. I um uh, to anyone that's listening, I guess uh, Kenny Beats is a producer. Um, big inspiration of mine has been working on with a lot of. I don't want to say like underground um but definitely not as mainstream rappers um yeah. and has been working from there to slowly grow a much larger audience and he's been doing some amazing things with a lot of cool like music and and it's not just there it's not it's not just that like i i really respect him uh, uh for what he stands for and you know um the way that he you know advocates for a lot of different things um so i really really love him and his community um that he's inspired me a lot to to start making music too um and so yeah beat making has been really really cool uh really cool experience because it's that in itself is very interactive mm -hmm. i think or especially at the size of my audience i think that music streaming is tough because um i think if you look at like a, like a gamer um the content is the game and then the streamer gets to to talk and, and interact with their audience. Mm -hmm. Music streamers, their content is music. And so that's what people are listening to. Mm -hmm. And so for the streamer to talk, they have to turn on the music. They have to turn on their content, right? Right. So it, it is a little tough in that way. So when I'm making music, when I'm making a beat, that's a great opportunity for me to obviously pause or to work with my audience to see like, Oh, hey, what do you guys think about this so far? Um, you know, and then the, there's a lot of people in, in my chat that'll be like, you know, I like this, I like that, or like, hey, why don't you try this? I have a um, uh, an old an old coworker of mine actually, wow, um, who's very 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 talented musician, and he found my stream and um, he's you know whenever I'm making music, he's usually in there and he's like, yo, let me, let me record something on my saxophone real quick and I'll send you a sample <laughs> oh just throw that into the, you know, into the beat. And I'm like, that's crazy that like, I'm, I'm very thankful to have people that I know like that. And, um, so that's, 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 what's been really cool about making beats. Um, again, I think it's more of an interactive experience and it's just been a lot of fun. And again, seeing like, whereas where I'm like, you know, when I'm DJing, um, it's a lot of fun, you know, right? And I'm playing with music that's already been created. Um, but to make music in itself, like that is an entirely different experience. And um, definitely like, it's super rewarding when I'm done. And it's like, I've only been making like minute long beats. And I'm like, well, when I finish, I'm like, you know, that it's a minute. But to me, I'm like, that's really cool to see it all come together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, for the, uh, for the, sorry, to go into the Kenny Beats speed battle, um, that was, uh, that was definitely a, a, a cool experience. That was, the, that was the first one that I entered, um, the community one. And the way that works is they give you a sample pack and you're not allowed to use anything outside of that. So mm-hmm. everyone plays with the same cards. Um, and, um, the real thing you get like two hours for, for the community beat battle, you get 24 hours, but mm-hmm. I, I pretty much only did it in about three hours because I didn't have time to work on it the next day because mm-hmm. of work. So, um, just jumped into it. Kind of, uh, I, I cranked it out on a stream with, uh, with, uh, some people in chat and, um, that was really fun. And I, I was expecting like two votes. So I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, but then when I checked the when I checked the the vote count, I was at eight, and I was like, "That's that's insane." <laughs> so you know, I placed right top ten, and I was like, I think I was like seventh, and I was like, "Dude, that's a that's a big dub in my in my book." So um, it was a great experience, and I wanna I wanna continue to continue to work on that. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like when you kind of when you really go into making the beat, and like you, or for me as a viewer, seeing. You know, like your file too you just mm. realize how intricate that shit is and like mm-hmm. you really just props to the producers and beat makers and all that <laughs> yeah yeah i i was so naive going into it i was like yeah we you know i have a musical background i think it's <laughs> fine and i'm just like, throw the sax the saxophone <laughs> sample on like drag and drop <laughs> but no it's it's tough and so yeah my respect for all the producers and musicians out there you know like exponentially increase after that so mm-hmm. no that's why i i just have so much admiration for twitch streamers because and creatives on twitch streamer or twitch streams because you're being pretty vulnerable like showing your process and showing like the mistakes that you might make mm-hmm. like i think i mentioned to clarence the other day that um i found this one designer named kel lauren and she does twitch streaming and she shows her entire process mm-hmm. and i was thinking about um like just what it would be like to be in those shoes and i would be really shy on like (laughs) like showing my process so i just think it's so cool to see like what clarence said the file um i think two years ago sango came to uw and like showed his ableton file and was just kind of going through that process and it's super cool to see um like where he started he started making beats in his basement for his friends and then now he's huge and also yes a seattle local so um do you have any producers or djs that you really are inspired by that um you just admire their work a lot yeah i mean again kenny beats uh mm-hmm. huge huge inspiration for me for sure um uh, he has a friend named monty booker um who's also so unbelievably talented that i like watching someone from his um so what's awesome from his b battles is that like obviously they highlight a lot of great producers and so um there's this dude named okay sammy who won i think he won the kenny beats b battle like twice and so Kenny Beats banned him from entering more beat battles because he was. Oh, I saw that. I saw that yeah. on my YouTube. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. And and he does that for you know those producers that have won too many to too much. So there are a couple, but you know, OK Sammy is like just so he's so clean with it, man. So I love watching him. He's been doing his thing too recently. They had um 
they recently had a Kenny Beats uh, beat battle like finale kind of for like season one, quote unquote, uh, where they got a couple of the producers that won, um, who have won, I guess, like in the history so far and um, did like a like a final beat battle with all of them and stuff like that. And then OK Sammy got like second. And I was like, dude, like yeah. robbed. But anyways, yeah, no. So <laughs> big, big inspiration. Um, Big inspiration too for me because he's actually I think he's a software engineer by day and a music producer by night and so oh, wow. he bounces that really well too. So anytime I think to myself like man I don't know if I can do this I'm like oh my guy out there's you know doing a software engineering job <laughs> and he's like you know and he's winning Kenny Beats V battles like yeah. I know this dude. so he's a huge inspiration on the so those are like producers that I really love. If I'm looking at DJs, I have been looking at a lot of twitch djs um because you know honestly i'm not like huge into clubs i'm not huge into all like like uh, i don't know i didn't really get a chance to look into like the local dj scene as well mm-hmm. and so the only like i guess inspirations i have right now are people um online and so oh i guess one inspiration is car uh, dj carlo atadito he's the one that i sent you uh mm-hmm. links to Juvie. uh he's someone that's on youtube and he does a phenomenal job of really teaching like beginning beginner djs like how to start or like teaches different tricks and all that stuff um but then on twitch there's uh uh four color zach there's uh julian b there are people in that community that i love there's uh dj wavy uh bb there's a uh, party artie um uh yeah so there's there's a ton of djs that i'm very thankful to like just be able to watch or like know um same with producers and all that stuff and so uh the hope is one day right to to get to that level um that people could see me and what i do and be inspired to continue on with their own creative projects so uh yeah dude yeah that's so amazing that you've been able to like find other DJs, other producers through Twitch. And yeah, with quarantine, that is, you know, the only platform we'll be able to really explore. Like we can't go out to these venues and these clubs. So no, yeah, I think, wait, is Julian B part of the TFTI LA? I don't know if that's the same DJ, but uh, I, it might be different. <laughs> I'm sure I've never heard of TFT. Wait, what was that? <laughs> I think it's like a group of DJs, but it's called TFTI LA. I just found them on SoundCloud, but they have a, I think they're more like club based, but she might be though, because I know at least from her streams and stuff, uh, she has definitely like a good network of, mm-hmm. uh, of DJs and I'm pretty sure she is SoCal. So that, it could be her. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think I, I listened to one of her mixes that like, I think I'm probably the top listener. Fun fact, on on SoundCloud, people yeah. can see who the top listener is. I did not know that. <laughs> I know. And you can see, like, how many times you listen to it, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, Sunny, I'm curious to know, you know, like, with you kind of streaming and showing your process on Instagram and whatnot, what, what is some of your goals, whether they be short-term or long-term, for this thing that you're kind of, this journey that you're going on? Yeah. Hmm. Goals. Goals. tough question <laughs> i mean it could be it could be tiny goals too like i feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the, like oh i want to make it to coachella no, no. yeah <laughs> but i don't know maybe it's like a skill that you're trying to learn really well or something. yeah uh if i'm looking tangibly uh i've been working on scratching and i want to be like 
pretty solid at that. I don't think that you need to learn, you need to know how to scratch to be a good DJ, but I think it'd be kind of cool. So like, that's, <laughs> that's something I'll, I'll be working on. I, I want to be able to scratch and like, uh, uh, just do that pretty, pretty easily. I think I like got any gig. Um, so that's a tangible goal that I want to do. Um, but like, I think most of my goals for all this, they're very broad or very like like a very big overview um, because it's stuff like one, like I want to grow my library of music. That's, I think that's always going to be a goal as a DJ to continue to just like get more music, right. That people want to hear. Um, and two is like, I just want to be, I just want to get good enough. Right. Where I'm like, I'm just confident in it. Cause I think like in my first two years, I'm like, you know, like, Oh, like, yeah, I, I kind of DJ, you know, like, yeah, like I'm working on it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh, um, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I want to be able to be like, yeah, like, Hey, like I DJ, if you want to listen to my stuff, like, right, here's my SoundCloud or like, Hey, here's my, uh, here's my Twitch stream. You could watch some videos that I've done. And so, um, it's all about confidence, I think. And so I want to like, and I know I'm getting, I'm like working towards that. And so I'm, I'm really, I'm happy about that. Um, um, and yeah, I think, and this is like such like a, like, like a cliche hat, you know, like, Hey, but like, yeah, I do want to create like a community that just like enjoys, you know, listening to music or musical content to great together. And so, um, you know, um, if I'm able to create that, um, through a stream, like I, I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. And so, um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't really have like, like, uh, quantifiable goals, I think, like, or like, I don't really care about like, oh, I'm trying to hit partner, like, oh, I'm trying to hit these numbers, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Um, to me, it's just like, yeah, like, if there are people there that want to watch and people there that want to enjoy the music that I'm making, um, then hey, like, I'm I'm happy with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Facts, and you're on your way to all those goals for real. <laughs> yeah, well said, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Working on it. Yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We will have, you know, Sunny's Twitch channel in the bio as well as his Instagram because it's super cool because he goes live on both, um, which is really accessible for everyone. Um, But yeah, before we wrap the episode, we would love to hear your song of the week if you have one. Um, Something you've been listening to, something that's been getting you through the week. It can be anything. Yes, and... uh on that topic too i'll i'll also plug the playlist that it's on because yes. i just created a sunny dj2 playlist um it's two because it, again this is just this is the second playlist i've made of just kind of songs that i really enjoy so you can definitely find that there um you can find it on like um when you guys kind of go through the instagram or through the twitch you know you guys can find my spotify and all that so um you got that that's how you guys can find it but i guess one of my favorite songs one of my favorite songs on this playlist is uh, "Neither Here Nor There" by Toby Lou. Mm. And I've been I've been jamming out to that. Ooh, or "Pretty Pink Room" by I Am June. Yeah, those are two songs. Sorry, I, I chose two. Fire, <laughs> <laughs> <Meyer>. deserving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm excited to listen to that playlist. Um, but yeah, Clarence, do you have one? Yeah. Um, in light of the recent uh, terrible weather that we went through uh, this past couple, I guess past two weeks, and then now the sun's finally coming out. I was listening to a lot of like throwback, like uh, Curtis Mayfield, and so um, there's a song called So In Love that I just, you know, just been, you know, vibing to. Um, 
definitely like lifting my spirits. So I'm always, I like really enjoy those, yeah, throwback songs and mm-hmm. um, like wave throwbacks. <laughs> not not the, the get low. And the... <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, yeah. Clarence. I've been listening to your some of your playlists too. Like I listened to Brewing on the way home yesterday. <laughs> really calmed me down. Um, but yeah, I think my song of the week is very opposite. But I wanted to shed light on Megan's new album <laughs> that she released this Fire. week. Um, I don't know. She's just an artist I'm just super admirable of. I think I love how she uses her platform and she's so powerful. But definitely, like, I... There's a time and place to listen to it for sure because it's quite... I think, like, one of the tracks, I was listening to it pretty loudly and there's, like, a lot of aggressive, like, sex sounds in the beginning. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait till I have headphones. But I think my favorite song is the one featuring SZA, so... Freaky Girls <laughs> featuring yeah. SZA. Can't wait for SZA's drop too. Hopefully that'll be soon. But yeah, that's my song of the week. We have a balance here, so yeah. <laughs> it works out. Healthy mix. <laughs> but yeah, Sunny, it was so great to talk to you and hear about your story and your goals for the future. Um, and yeah, Clarence and I are super excited to support you. And yeah, just excited for the collaboration. Thank you so much, Dave, for coming onto the show. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad I could just chat and, and talk. And I think it's awesome you guys are highlighting just different creatives. So all the power to you guys. I'll continue to support on my end too for you guys' podcast. And yeah, just very thankful to be here. Yay. Thank you so much. But yeah, okay. Bye, everyone. Tune in next week. Peace.